Welcome to the Danger Gnome. Amigos, it's your Dio Gomez here on the Danger Gnome Podcast. So today we're going to talk to Chris Stevens from the Borealis Fat Bike World Championships being held in 2022 in New Richmond, Wisconsin. So that's what's coming up right after this. Hey, we have on the show Chris Stevens. He's the race director of the 2022 Borealis Fat Bike World Championships, powered by Anderson's Maple Syrup. You got it. Anderson's Maple Syrup and Pure Fuel is our presenting partner. You got it. There you go. So, uh, welcome to the Danger Gnome, amigo. Yeah, thank you very much. Super excited to be back on with you. So, I saw that you were out in Wyoming for uh, for the Fat Bike Worlds in 2021. How did you wrangle? Did you have to get a Did you have to get a brand on your arse? Did you Did you have to wrestle a bear? How did you get to, How did you get this race to Wisconsin? Yeah, so I actually met Dave mm-hmm. Dave Ox, who is kind of the founder of this event, and we met uh, maybe three years ago. This year was my third time at Fat Bike World. And in the meantime, we've just kind of garnished a little bit of relationship. He loves a grassroots event, puts on a grassroots event. I love grassroots events and all things he stands for. And we just had a little bit of small talk this year. And he said, hey, we're trying to move this thing around a little bit. What about bringing it to the Midwest? And we just said, well, that sounds cool. And then of course that evolved into do you think you can handle it? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm super fortunate to be part of about a hundred member club here right in Richmond. And we're the big ring flyers. Mm -hmm. And we have so many ultra passionate people that of course, you know, we all have our day jobs and so on and so forth. But with the level of passion in this club, I felt that we had enough great people to handle something like this. And I'll tell you what, so far, I could not be more happy with the level of dedication we have. We've got a leadership team in this event of about eight, and the mastermind going here is incredible, and I think uh, I, I think we can do a really good job and knock this out of the park and honor the Fat Bike World. Awesome. Goals and mantra, yeah. So just so we can get the details to our, uh, to our listener out there, um, Tell us when the event is and uh, maybe a little bit about the riding in New Richmond uh, and the trails that they'll be held on. Yes, yeah, so absolutely. It's going to be, we're planning a three-day event the weekend of January 29th. So the actual Fat Bike World race will be on the 29th. We're looking to do some fun events both sides of that. Mm-hmm. And we don't have firm details yet, but we plan to offer some sort of Omnium-type event, which will be fun and games on Friday, probably pre-riding the course Friday. And then Sunday, we actually plan to do like a circuit-type event or what some folks may consider a criterium mm-hmm. at 45th Parallel, which will, which will almost certainly be the base of the entire event. And that's right here in New Richmond, about 
oh, a mile from the golf course. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be a super cool weekend and lots of fun planned. Cool. Now, New Richmond, is that, I'm just, I've never been there, but I've looked at it on the map as I've uh, chosen, like when I went to Spring Green, it's, is it in the Driftless area? Or is it adjacent it is to the Driftless area? Or what we, would you call it? Yeah, so I literally ride into the Driftless region every day from my home in New Richmond. I love it. I get right to the border. So, you know, just right around I-94 is essentially the border of the Driftless region. Mm -hmm. We're about 10 miles north of there, and the golf course is not in the Driftless region. That said, it is quite rolling. The Mm -hmm. course will not be ultra-challenging in terms of climbs, but it's very pretty, and the golf course is in Richmond, which we say is the city beautiful. It's right on the Richmond city of Richmond sign so it's cool it's going to be rolling and due to the fact that we're on slow fat bikes the course will be hard it's not going to be oh yeah hard yeah. Like if, if it was the in the driftless area there would be serious hike of bikes <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. The, the driftless area is really hilly um and yeah. uh and you're gonna have so i i went to the original fat bike worlds and they had they had a fun team race on Friday, they had the individual race on Saturday, and I think one year they, they did a little downhill thing, uh, you list service type of thing. Um, so are you going to have big, wide, piston bully? Because there's a couple of different schools of thought of of how to run a big group race like this, and uh, you know if you get big numbers, which I would assume uh, you're going to get, couple of hundred yeah, people so, at least. Uh, how yeah, are you going to handle sure. grooming? For sure. So we're, we do, we're going to have the heaviest equipment we can put on the golf course without actually having heavy equipment. Uh-huh. So we do plan to groom a wide course that can stand up to multiple laps. Of course, you know, that's all weather dependent, but we do. Right. We have a good plan in place. Cool. We plan to have multiple grooming units, not just one. We're, you know, as fat bikers and as a hundred member team that's had tons of snow experience, we have some snowmobilers on the team. So we feel like we've got a pretty good handle on what it takes mm-hmm. to put on a world championship or world class type course. Of course, we'll need some, you know, cooperation from Mother Nature there, but I think we have a pretty good handle on that and have the equipment in right place to put on a, a super, super rocket fast course. And for people that don't know, Chris is an accomplished racer, fat bike Berkey champion uh, in what what year? Like three, four years ago, right? Yeah, so I think that was 2018. 18. Uh, and uh, so have, you know, you've ridden out west, you've ridden in the Midwest. Have you done any of the Minneapolis races, any of the Loppet races? Uh, or I have. I've done the lap it three times. Oh, cool. One, yeah, one once. So, yeah, absolutely. I've always thought hey, that hey. the lap it so, format was a good way to ensure pretty good snow conditions because it's been skied on by 1,500 people, right? Absolutely. The Danger Gnome Podcast is brought to you by 1UP USA, the finest hitch rack that you can buy. Made right here in Wisconsin. It's the only rack that I would trust my quiver of sweet bikes when I'm cruising down the highway going warp eight. So get that one up USA rack and uh, travel 
up here to Wisconsin. Let's go ride. OneUpUSA.com is where you can get it all. Up next, we have the rest of our interview with Chris Stevens from the Borealis Fat Bike World Championships. All right, well, we're back with Chris, uh, and uh, we were talking about grooming of the course there in New Richmond. So uh, what did we have? We were talking about uh, you're going to put every piece of equipment out there. Yeah, again, I think we've got a pretty good plan in place. We can't have heavy equipment Mm -hmm. on the golf course, but we're going to do everything we can to put the heaviest equipment we can. We plan to have, you know, essentially normal cross-country ski-type equipment in terms of something about 600 pounds, maybe 6 feet wide, Uh 12 feet long. So we're going to have pretty heavy groomers. And I think we, you know, Mother Nature agrees with us i think we'll have a pretty solid course pretty to very solid course yeah that's a good that's a that's a perfect weekend to hold a race uh and we'll keep our fingers crossed and do all our snow dances and et cetera to make this thing happen it's uh it's pretty cool that and and is registration open now can people register for this already registration is open and we actually have a pretty good start to numbers absolutely oh cool uh, is this a, is this a race where you're going to have a limited number? I mean, the first couple of years that, uh, uh, that the fat bike Berkey ran, they had a number limit and it, I don't know what it is today, but are you going to limit? Yeah. So numbers? we are going to, we are going to limit because of, we, we know that if we have say a thousand people on a multi-lap course that it's probably not going to hold up and we want to make sure we offer everybody the best chances of a nice day on a course they can actually ride their bikes versus get two laps into the race and the course is unrideable of course of course we have to go back to mother nature and realize that if it's 35 degrees it's going to be challenging no matter what yeah but we are going to limit because we we want to make sure everybody that comes has a great experience and yeah, I mean, we. Uh, I, I think again, we we understand based upon our experience that we can't have unlimited and a narrow course and hairpin turns. So I, I think we've got a pretty good handle on that sort of balance, and we should be able to deliver. You know, with the uh, with the goods, assuming cool. that we get some cooperation. Have you got uh, Have you got hotels and stuff there in in New Richmond? Have you got the yeah, ability to yeah, host a, a thousand people? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So we've we've got our our local hotels actually blocked off. Oh, cool! And we're only about a twenty minute drive from Hudson. Oh, nice! Hudson's yeah, sure. quite a bit bigger, and we're only forty from downtown St. Paul. So people will have options. No, you know, no worries there. We do actually have people from places like Colorado already registered with travel plans in place. So. Yeah, we shouldn't have any troubles hosting. We plan to have a lot of people here. I'm certain that with several hundred racers, we're going to have up to a few thousand people, spectators. And with it being a new event in a huge fat bike area hub and regional demographic, I think we're probably going to have a lot of spectators as well. Have you uh, have you hooked in any of the, uh, the big-name uh, top-level competition uh, fat bike racers like the... Uh, Leah Schneebergers and the, uh, oh, uh, Gorse Delgis or yourself. Are you registered? Are you going to race? 
So myself, I am a little bit undecided. I don't know if I can stomach all things that are going to be happening that weekend and still race. So (laughs) I probably will be riding my bike. I don't know how fast I'm going to try to ride my bike. That said, we do plan to have as many of the best of the best we can at the race. So Josiah's three-time defending. Mm Mm-hmm. We certainly hope that he's here. We don't have any official commitments yet, but it's real early. So we've got a plan in place. We really want to have a super competitive women's field. So we're going to do all we can to make that happen as well. Because I'm telling you, you know, the if, if even if we just get the uh, Minneapolis fastest, the Wisconsin's fastest and Michigan's fastest, man, it would be... Oh, ripping feel it would go blazing fast so it would absolutely it'd be super fun and i think we're going to try to make that happen the best we can so we're uh we're we're very driven to make it a very legit world championships not just a regional regional championship oh, yeah. yeah and it would be nice to have people from uh cats from alaska um yeah. you got it yeah i'd love All to those. see will ross travel down absolutely sure yeah yeah well, cool. Then that's uh, the last weekend in January in yes, sir. New Richmond, not too very far from the Mississippi River there. <laughs> in absolutely. The, in the elbow of, of the Big Whiskey. Yes, sir. Yep. So again, historically, one of the coldest weekends of the year. So we're praying for freezing cold temperatures to make a nice, hard, firm base and I think we've got a, a solid plan in place here, so well, super, cool. super stoked. Nice bluebird late January day. About, there you go. About 20 degrees at, you at got noon it. would be about perfect. It sure would. You know, little, not too much wind, a little wind to keep the mosquitoes down. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. There's, there's no mosquitoes in the wintertime. Not we even. hope. Not even Wisconsin. If there are, we have big problems. Indeed. Well, thanks for coming on the Danger Dome, Chris. We look forward to yeah. uh, you know going there and covering the uh, the whole thing. Maybe doing a podcast right there from the event, absolutely. interviewing the winners, love and, it. and doing all that good fun. And ride my bike, of course. I don't know if I can. You got uh, it. I don't know if I can stink up a, a high class race course like that with with my mediocrity. Uh, <laughs> probably best just to take pictures and write wordy words about it. So absolutely, yeah, we're super looking forward to it. Hoping tons of people come. It's going to be all about fun. Probably have a little bit of beer and just lots of uh, lots of camaraderie. Really looking forward to tying all things together with the Fat Bike community. So super, super excited and absolutely beyond humbly honored to be hosting this here right near Richmond. All right on. Thanks again. And uh, we'll see you in uh, January. You got it. Looking super forward to it. Right on. Thanks a lot. All right. Bye. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. So aloha. It's Tio Gomez, and that was Chris. And right now, I'm going to get into the uh, kind of the list. Of, <laughs> it's a list. It's a list of names of rides that I've done. So it starts out with Shredabago Blues. That was a ride that I did with uh, testing the new Old Man Mountain rack and new snowball tires. All 
I'll uh, load it up to go camping over there at the Kettle Moraine after uh, after a shift at the old bike shop. And then uh, G1 Speed. It's uh, the Schwalbe G1 Speed tires for my cutthroat 2.29 by 2.3 inch almost slicks with just a bare amount of knob on there that are super fast and uh, tall tires on on the drop bar uh, G-bike is super good. I love that. So, uh, gnome camp, uh, gnomes for breakfast. What's with, what's with all the gnome stuff? Um, playing bikes after work. Bike date with Bethany. Gnome temper, Labor Day. Kind of spelled weird. Vente. Hank Green went for uh, the my first ride with uh, Poncho from Cedar Rapids, Iowa. You guys, uh, my buddies out there in Cedar Rapids, know Poncho. And now we are amigos here, right in the Big Whiskey. Night Gnomes. Oh, and here we're at, we're at uh, the Levis Mound Fat Tire Festival at 30 people on the night ride. So... Well, I'm talking about, uh, and then I'll just get to the end. And we did a poker ride, but uh, the Loves Mountain Fat Tire Festival was now a couple of weekends ago. Uh, we raised thirty-two hundred bucks. About seventy, seventy-five people came and uh, partied. So, uh, thanks for everyone that came, uh, so that basically we could all get together with our amigos and just have a chill time camp ride have you fun bike games uh and the uh and raise some money for the trails so well we're talking about that i just want to thank a few people here uh steve muret for all the work that you do for the trails and for helping out uh and hosting the event uh bethany and kelsey for the organizing the ladies group ride dustin sam squanch and adam Adam Blake for the organizing the night ride, which which brought us right here. JP uh, for the doing all that work on the poker ride, and dealing with all my crazy ideas and me being nervous and everything. Uh, Spinner and Kitty Lumpkin for the uh, sled races there, the nighttime entertainment on Saturday night, and then I want to. Thank, give an extra special thank you to One Up USA for their key support, uh, along with a hearty thanks to all of our event sponsors uh, Bike Stud, Sand Creek Brewing Company, Surly Bikes, Bontrager, Framed Bikes, Pure Fuel, per, <laughs> as Anderson's Maple Syrup, Pure Fuel, and um, Bar Mitts. So they all provided prizes and support for. Uh, for the group of folks that showed up and raised 3200 bucks for the Levis Trow Fat Bike and Mountain Bike Trails. They groom these trails in the wintertime, and uh, it's pretty cool. So back to our list. I know. <laughs> it's probably fascinating to you. Um, yeah, we close with... Uh, the next ride is a, a PVV Peewee, the Aztlan Shuffle. That's Phil, a Phil Van Valkenburg ride that uh, took me all the way from where I lived out to where the Camrock Trails are, up to London, and then back. It's probably half of the loop that he has, uh, that Phil 
has in his book. And I just found uh, an old version of a 19, mid-1980s version of, that, uh, of the book, Phil's Guide to Wisconsin Cycling. And it's an older version where the Glacial Drumlin Trail is still a railroad. So it's still shown as a railroad on that map. It's kind of cool. Looking back before, we had so much bike infrastructure that uh, brings us to the next ride, which is so many beautiful gnomes. It's a lot of the thoughts that I get during rides is what I usually name a ride is that I'm just thankful for the <laughs> that I have the time and I live in a place where there's so much beauty and so much wildlife and I get to see it all from the seat of a bicycle, which is pretty damn cool. And then, you know, uh, the next one is uh, the Geezer Gromit Cycle. I've got these cool UTV trails, private trails that were members of a club that I can ride my bike from where I live into the little town south of me. A lot of it on on dirt, so it's pretty fun. I got the no mute. That's a, a commute to the bike dock, which I try and do here and there. You know, uh, a, a drug run or a prescription drug run down to Walgreens. That's always a nice twenty mile mixed surface ride along the beautiful Rock River. Uh, got gnomed real hard. Ooh, yeah, that was last Sunday. Um, still nursing <laughs> the huge hematoma on my on my leg. I, I call for a derby. And we had, you know, we had, I think, seven or eight people. It's hard to derby with that few if not everybody's into it. And we had some reluctant derbiers. But my buddy Evan got in there, and he just, oh, dude, he he cut me off, and I slammed the ground rather awkwardly. So, yeah, I got I called for the derby, and then I got derbied into the dirt. And that's the way the derby rolls sometimes. I'll derby again. Uh, and then mystery achievement, which brings me to another thought, which is that a lot of my uh, a lot of my rides are accompanied by music. I use a little 39G magnetic speaker that Bluetooth to my phone, mount it a couple inches from my ear, plays pretty softly. You'd probably never hear it unless you were up in my grill. But uh, yeah. So the next three rides are from the song Bros by Wolf Alice. It's Jump That 43, Are You Wild Like Me, Raised by Wolves, and Other Things. And most probably those other things are either trolls or gnomes. So that's the show for this week, month, period of time. Time isn't even real, man. Try and uh, plug this into your ears while you ride your bike. And uh, that'll make you appreciate music all the more. <laughs> Till next time. Felices Caminos, amigos. Come on, we're still best way at the fire. The public has moved to scan names.